I want you to get bored of listening to yourself speak. I want you to be so tired of telling the same stories on repeat because you know what? You're creating consistency in your messaging. And when you're getting in front of new people and they're starting to binge your content, now they're familiar with what you're talking about. Today's show is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com with our three-part formula, team, execution, and scale, where we help you stop working so hard. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Have you ever seen those fitness commercials where they tell you a summer body is not started in June? Well, that's the same thing with your calendar, with your time. You want to be outdoors enjoying your friends and family. You want to join the winner's circle. The winner's circle will give you 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with us. You want to do that now so you're ready to have some summer fun. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. And I am your lucky host, Chris Ward, because today we have Lisa Simone Richards in the house, and she is a dynamic PR and visibility strategist that is going to enlighten us on so many opportunities that we are missing as we speak. So let's get right to it because time is valuable with you, Lisa, because you've got so much content to bestow upon us. So where do we start? Let's talk about, well, first of all, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be a very lit conversation today. I believe it will be. So let's talk about 10 ways to get free exposure that position us as the expert in authority. That sounds like something I want to do. Where do we start? So what I love to tell people is number one, start with having a healthy media mix. We need to remember that our ideal client that we are dying to get in front of, the person that we want to reach by leveraging other people's platforms, they have their preferred way of consuming content. Tell you a little story about my husband and I behind the scenes. We love to play in the kitchen together and cook. And one of our favorite recipes to make is this delicious Thai red curry. So we watch the video on YouTube. I'm more of like a watch, pause, do, watch, pause, do kind of person. We've seen this video so many times now that he's like, Lisa, is there a blog post for this. I do not want to hear this lady talk about her curry anymore. So we want to get to the same destination at the end of the day, but we have different preferred ways of getting there. And so does your ideal client. So I recommend when you're trying to reach your ideal client, think about getting in front of them by way of written content, audio content, and visual content. So no matter how they like to consume information, you are getting to want getting to them in one of those three ways also totally helps for the Google ability that you're showing up on three different platforms that aren't your own. So when it comes to having 10 different ways of getting seen, let's break that down. So climbing what I call the ladder of publicity, because as we move up it, we're getting seen in a more intimate way. We're building our confidence with putting ourselves out there. When it comes to written media, a few different ways, you know, rather than writing content on your own blog, for example, Why not do a guest blog post on somebody else's site? You could write an article for another website. Easy way to get started with that, 
go on Google, type in write for us, W-R-I-T-E for us, and whatever your industry is. Alternatively, hey, let me pause you here because you're just spewing yeah. all kinds of excellence. I go so real fast. All, yeah, I love it. So one is you do bring up a good point because we tend to run like camps like, oh, my gosh. OK, video is big and it is big and we should be doing video. But that doesn't mean that's the only way. Right. So we do all know that. So you're right. I think that I would do things when they tell me that this is what you, the thing is now to do and get out there and do it, do it because I was told to do it. But you are right. I'm thinking about things that I consume sometimes. Oh, I already watched the video. Now I want the written instructions because I have my step by step by, you know, so even the same content, I guess I was thinking in my head, sometimes I'm putting out different content. Oh, I'll do this in video and then I'll tell a different story when I have to, when I'm forced to write a, you know, copy. Um, but no, they can be the same thing, right? Of course. And then it's repurposing, which we're all about efficiency here. So that's a really good point. Okay. So then we talk about the latter. And then I'm sorry, go into, because you were about to tell something very powerful instead of Harrow, which I've heard lots of, it was right for us. Yeah. Okay. Number one, the graduated version of Harrow, like, okay, we know Harrow. Consider freedomwithwriting.com. That's a site that even pays you to write articles. My client wrote an article for Reader's Digest UK and got paid for that content. So oh. we're talking about the up level on this show. So freedom with writing is kind of like the university versus the high school of um, Harrow opportunities. Okay. Um, Okay, cool. So yes, I was sharing that one tip. Uh, you can go on to Google and type in write for us plus your industry, write for us relationships, write for us money, uh -oh. write for us business coaching. And you're going to come up with a lot of sites that are looking for contributions from experts like yourself. So again, you're already writing this content anywhere, anyway, sorry. Why not disseminate it on another platform that likely gets more traffic than your own site does? Excellent. Okay. Really good point because I hear all the time, oh, guest blog, bus guest blog. And I'm like, I don't know where these imaginary blogs are that, because it sounds like I'm supposed to know this other company and then wander over and say, can I, would you like to have me as, you know, like I just never understood the relationship because they made it seem like it was lateral, not a PR thing. So you brought clarity to really what guest blogging is really like guest speaking. I'm not going to someone lateral in the same business say, can I speak to their team? I want to be on a stage. So this is putting me on a stage in writing. Can I tell you a fun story about guest sure. blogging and what that created and opened up for anybody who may not be familiar with going down this path? So I think this is going to be one of those podcast episodes. You're going to want to go back and rewind. This drives my mom crazy. I go real fast. So you might maybe want to play it at half speed. So back in 2016, when I was just getting started in online business and really looking to get my name out there in front of my ideal clients, I did something that a lot of us are taught to do. Join the Facebook groups that your ideal client is hanging out in. So that's kind of rookie. Most of us are doing that. Um, hopefully most of us are not making the mistake of posting our links and spamming inside of the group. What I did was listen. And so I joined a group called Marketing for Health Coaches because at the time I was focusing on PR and visibility for health, fitness, and wellness industry professionals. So I was in this Marketing for Health Coaches group. And the thing that I saw over and over again is people feeling frustrated that they couldn't get exposure. They didn't know how to get visibility. I saw this in post after post. So what I did is I scrolled over to the About tab to see who was the host of the group. It was a woman named Kathleen Lagris, and I sent her a DM totally cold. Hey, Kathleen, my name's Lisa Simone Richards. I'm a PR and a visibility strategist, and I'm a member of your group. I have seen the health coaches in here have been saying over and over again that they're struggling with visibility. Would it be helpful if I wrote a guest blog post for you on five different ways to get visibility as a health coach? Let me know. I'd be happy to write something up. 
So she, so we didn't go posting spamming in someone's group. We went straight to the source and Kathleen said, you know what, that would be fantastic. Thank you so much. So here's a strategy mm. that I did that you can go ahead and copy. I did that right. guest post of, you know, a top five list on Kathleen's blog. And at the bottom of that entry, typically it's going to have that byline. You, the person, what's the story on the person who wrote it? Lisa Simone Richards is a PR and visibility strategist, blah, blah, blah. And what most people might do is write the link to their website there. But instead, I said for five more tips on getting visibility, click here. So I didn't just say, come check out my website. The person who's already read this content and is interested in it and got to the bottom, they probably value another five free tips. So now I had them hop over to my blog mm -hmm. to read those five tips. And what did I have embedded in those remaining tips um, on the site? I had a content upgrade, a lead magnet on, I can't remember what it was right now, mm. but something that was relevant to the topic. So now we've taken people who are, I'm number one, I'm being endorsed by Kathleen. Hey guys, we had Lisa come and write this blog post for us. Uh, so we took them from her blog to my blog. So now if I have a pixel on my site, it's tracking them. And then I also had them go from warm to hot leads because they read through and then they could opt into my email list. All of this was done in a super respectful way. And I'm going to finish one more thing before I have you pop in, Chris. Um, so from doing this guest blog post on Kathleen's site, we developed a relationship with one another. Mm -hmm. I have been on her podcast two or three times now. I have gone live in her group with her at least two or three times now. And when I go to San Diego, we will catch up and have lunch with one another. So how powerful is it that one opportunity actually led to those other two um, platforms in the media mix that I was talking about? We did a guest blog post for written content. I've been on her podcast twice, and then I've also been seen in her group on Facebook. Yeah, I wasn't going to pop in. I was sitting here like a child with a really good teacher nodding, going, and you know what? I will tell you the truth right now. I'll hold this up. And it says, see that? That note I made to myself, what I was showing Lisa for you listeners is I made a note to myself to re-listen to this show. We're five minutes in. So when I have some of our most spectacular guests, I'm like, oh, we, we call that turning it into action items. So people you know, you guys tell me all the time that I'm a great interviewer. Really what it is, is I, I, if I'm great at anything, it's being a student and picking spectacular guests. So I'm here learning just with you guys, just like you guys. I'm like, oh man, these are good tips. I got to make sure that these are implemented, not just listing people. So we talk about that in our business, implementing super toolkits and putting things into action. Learning is useless unless you have some way to transcribe that into action items. So, okay. <clears throat> Keep going, Lisa, my friend. You did just give me some great clarity. Uh, that has been something that has constantly baffled, baffled me. The, uh, In case you haven't all figured out, I'm not drunk. I have a cold. Um, <laughs> you, you, uh, you, I've always been baffled by the guest blogging thing. It just sounded some mysterious thing out there that I didn't know how to reach. So fabulous. Okay. Keep, yeah. Let me get out of your way. You just go. <laughs> okay, cool. So again, we're talking about moving up that ladder of publicity. What are 10 ways we're moving up to getting exposure? So we talked about written content. Again, it could be guest blog posting. It could be writing an article for another site using that Google tip I shared with you with write for us could be signing up for Harrow or freedom with writing. So right there, you've already got three ideas. Now, as you start writing for various sites, you're building your confidence, you're getting clarity in your messaging, you're seeing your name on platforms that aren't your own if you haven't already. And my hope is that as that's happening, what's happening on camera right now is I'm sitting up taller, I'm holding my shoulders straighter, my confidence is growing and my belief in myself is growing. So we can move up to the next level of that ladder. And this is audio media. 
This is mm. having a conversation. I know everybody who's listening right now has had a conversation successfully in their lives. So the good news is you have evidence that you can do this already. So when it comes to audio content, that could look like being on a podcast just like this one. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me here, because now I've come in as a warm lead. By extension of the fact that you have hosted me on this show, your listeners already trust you. They trust that you're not just bringing in nobody who doesn't know what they're talking about in here. So rather than showing up as a co-lead on Facebook, trying to be like, hey, come to my webinar or whatever it might be. Now there's a level of trust that's been extended to me by being a guest on this show. So thank you, Chris. Um, so getting on a podcast is one example. Maybe that's going on Clubhouse and hosting or moderating a room with somebody else. That's another way you can be heard. This may not be the sexiest one, guys, but especially if anyone has a local bricks and mortar business, local radio is a great way to get heard mm -hmm. as well. Many larger cities especially will have a news network that does traffic on the ones, weather on the twos, and they repeat those stories over and over and over across again throughout the day. I've had clients who did a radio segment that repeated over and over and over again, mm -hmm. and because they're a local bricks and mortar studio, that brought people into their clinic. And then an editor from a magazine heard that, and that became an article in a magazine. A producer mm, from a TV yeah. station heard that, and it turned into a morning segment on the news. So how mm. cool that one opportunity can snowball into so many from there really naturally. One of the things I tell my clients when it comes to getting exposure and visibility, number one, it's really not as hard as you think. It's just a matter of knowing how, and also getting that first hit, getting that first piece of exposure can be the hardest one. But once the wheel starts turning, Turning, things just kind of flow from there, as you've heard from two examples so far. Yeah. So those are some examples of how we can be heard. Yeah. Oh, I got nothing to say. I'm nodding. <laughs> yeah. Usually I like to chime in and unpack your brilliance, but I, I think you're just like, I'm here with pylons guiding the plane in, land the plane, land the plane. No, it's spectacular. We've had some really phenomenal PR uh, experts on the show before. And they do always bring, you know, their own twist on, and it really enlighten us. And PR sometimes is this big, you know, we confused it with big t television opportunities for so long. We didn't realize as small business owners and entrepreneurs that's within our reach. But I think really you're taking something like, you know, back to the cooking show where you say, hey, let's take this apple and it can be a snack and it can be apple pie and it can be for breakfast. And so you're really slicing and dicing and showing us that you can get a lot of mileage out of this one piece and not not under the umbrella of repurposing under the umbrella of, like you say, going up that ladder and the growth and the opportunities and the networking where it breathe, breathes a life of its own. 100%. And um, I also love that you used a food analogy because food is the way to my heart. My husband had food delivered at the altar while he was saying his vow so I could eat a snack. So any food analogy always gets me. <laughs> Alrighty. So shall I move it up to the third tier, which I'm sure, sure. everybody has guessed? So at the top of the ladder of publicity, we now have being seen. And this is the one that puts you on the spot. So great thing we've been building our confidence along the way to know that we can do this. Um, and just like you were saying before, being seen isn't limited to television. When I think about what the media landscape looked like when I got started 20 years ago, I was telling this story this morning. We had a client who got featured on a parenting website and they were like, 
mm, that's like cute, but we really want it to be in the magazine. You know, the magazine sits in the dentist's office and gets passed around all over the place. And now if things have flipped so much, nobody wants a print magazine anymore. I'm a publicist and I haven't spent $8 on a shiny piece of paper in years. Yeah. We want yeah. that digital tracking. So it's really cool to see that principles that were I've been using for 20 years are still completely relevant today. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because you talked about television before. And again, I'm a publicist and I don't even have cable. Um, but for some people, maybe getting on local television is a great way to be seen. I can take people and get them on TV who've never been on before and have them on in less than two weeks. It's not as mystifying as people think. It's just a matter mm. of knowing how. But let's talk about some other ways of getting seen beyond the traditional television that we often think of. What about doing a live in somebody else's Facebook group rather than your own? What about going live on somebody else's Instagram profile on their LinkedIn live account? What about doing a guest training in somebody else's mastermind, speaking at a live or a virtual conference? There are so many different ways that we can be seen. And honestly, it's as simple as taking the message we're already sharing, the message we're already disseminating on our own channels and changing the platform. Um, a quote that I always want to attribute to Lisa Sasevich is, don't change your talk, change the audience. So you can hold ah, the same message yeah. and just put it in front of new faces. And the honest truth is I tell my clients all the time, I want you to get bored of listening to yourself speak. I want you to be so tired of telling the same stories on repeat because you know what? You're creating consistency in your messaging. And when you're getting in front of new people and they're starting to binge your content, now they're familiar with what you're talking about. When my clients have people come to their sales calls, they're repeating their methodologies and processes back to them. So again, you're busy running a business. You don't want to come up with 20 pitches and, you know, make get difficult on yourself and be creative and new come up with a really clear consistent message that you can lather rinse and repeat over and over again and you can use it on all those different platforms that we talked about and I'm pretty sure we went beyond 10. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And you know, you bring up a really good point where I got confused in the beginning when I started doing speaking engagements or was more out there. And I did think that I had to tell different stories or give different examples. And like, as if, you know, first of all, I, for my mentors, when I have somebody really that I learn a lot from, you hear them at different levels of your journey. So sometimes, ah, I thought I got that, but now I really got that. But more importantly, you're not being followed as succinctly as you think you are. So there's that. And then, you know, somebody pointed out to me once, you know, when the Rolling Stones comes on stage to play their music or whoever you desire, I'm just picking a classic one that everyone knows. I'm not dating myself here. You don't say, oh, they're playing their greatest hits again. I already know that song. Like, that's not how it goes. So that's a great reminder, Lisa. Fantastic. Okay. All right, man, let's keep going. We're having fun. <laughs> I'm barely keeping up. Oh my so goodness. Go ahead. Yeah. That was a great analogy. I love that with the Rolling Stones and the idea of, yeah, when bands play new music, I want to hear the songs that I love. So what, a, yeah. you know, I have that all the time. I'm on podcasts on the regular and I'm like, I'm telling the same story again. Someone is going to be so tired of hearing about my subscription to Teen People magazine and getting my first letter to the editor in there. But you know what? They're, they're going to forget. People are busy doing other yeah. things. Like um, I think a really great quote that I got from <clears throat> the marketing director of a company that I work with is she always reminds me that, or reminds all of us that you're not just competing against other people in your industry you're competing for attention against kim kardashian's latest relationship a cute puppy a really um a recipe so it's mm. so important to remember that people are distracted they're paying attention to other things having that consistency actually really is going to work in your favor 
Yeah, you are so right. Okay. So what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people making when it comes to PR or, or more specifically, maybe even when asking to get exposure? Okay. I have two things that I want to hammer in on here. I have a number one mistake and then a little bit of incongruency. So if you can bring me back on track to being to congruency, just in case I forget it, that okay. would be amazing for me. Thank you so much for your support with that. Um, okay. So the number one mistake that I see people make when they want to get exposure they make it all about them. Hi, my mm-hmm. name is Lisa Simone Richards. I'm a PR and visibility strategist. I have a six month program. Can I come on your podcast and talk about it? Yeah. Nobody's yeah, I, trying to give you a free advertisement. I get um, those all day long or all worse than that. I went from rags to riches and my village burnt down. And, but now I'm a billionaire and your audience would love to hear that. I'm like, would they, I don't know. Well, you told me like the beginning, it's like a bad trailer for a movie. I know the journey. I don't, I don't get it. Right. So it's not like, they're not here. You guys don't get it. it, it we don't listen to it. It's just not interesting. It's not about what, what, what they're bringing to the table. Yeah, I always remember in um, my first week of PR school, not my first week, one of my first few months of PR school, one of our teachers, Kayleen Morgan, amazing writing teacher, she said to us, nobody cares about your brand or business as much as you do. And I remember just feeling like, ooh, like we just paid a lot of money to be here. That was rude. But that's like the line that has served me the best. If you can come from an an angle of adding value, think about what is valuable to the audience who's paying attention to this platform and you can lead with value and you can share these are what the takeaways are going to be for the audience at the end of a podcast interview, at the end of this article. If you can make this so outwardly facing that it's not about you talking about yourself, it's your audience leaving richer than they came, that's the thing that's going to be able to get you through the door when you meet with the gatekeeper, the person who has access to that podcast, that TV Mm. show, that website, and you say to them, hey, this is the audience that you have in front of you. And I know that their goals are to A, B, and C. Here's how I can contribute Mm. to your platform to ensure that they hit their goals. Would that be relevant for you? Such a more powerful way or such a powerful way of positioning yourself versus, hey, I'd love to come talk about myself for half an hour. Is that cool? Mm, yeah. But also I'm writing down that exact sentence. I know when I pitch to be another podcast, I will often, you know, do my research, listen to the show and then tell them what I like about the show and say, you know, as I listen to the show, I also thought, I think you and I could have a meaty conversation that'd be of great value to your audience. And I lean in and say, I think it's going to really lean into your bigger message of X, Y, Z. But I really like your sentence where this, you know, the audience that you have in front of you, I know they want blah, blah, blah. That's even like, you know, I could be talking to a podcast that's all about marketing. Listen, I know, you know, the audience you're speaking to wants more time to do marketing. Like that just drills it down tighter than what I was doing. So the phraseology there, I think is pretty powerful. It's really fun to have those opportunities to up-level from an A to an A plus is what I always say to my clients. I was on a call with someone earlier this week and I was like, oh, look at my awesome podcast pitch. I got such great feedback on it. And he took one look at it and cut it to bits in a second. And I was like, oh, that's amazing because now I can make it even better. Thank you for seeing opportunities in there for me. I don't know. I think we could be plummeting from the top of Mount Everest in a snowstorm. You'd say, well, isn't the view beautiful, Chris? And people, <laughs> people tell me I'm positive and I really do choose to find the happy in any, I just don't like being unhappy. It's uncomfortable. And I mean, I'm not putting a sticker on when the gas tank is empty. I'm not one of these people that are like, oh yeah, but I do think even in any moment, there's always something to be positive about, but I think you might outshine me. Maybe it's the cold, but I think you might outshine me. Okay. So fantastic. All right. So congruencies, you wanted me to bring that back. 
Okay, thank you for bringing me back because I was already on another track and completely <laughs> forgot about that. So we were talking about mistakes that people make when they're looking to get visibility and exposure. So this is where I talk into <clears throat> what I call the ABCs of visibility. What is the intention of being seen? We're busy running businesses. Chances are we're not doing it just because we want to be seen. So this comes down to, are you looking to build A, awareness, B, buzz, or C, credibility? And I'll mm. break those down and give you an example of um, what I've seen when it comes to, you know, not being clear with the intention and having that congruency. A stands for awareness. You want visibility so you can get in front of your ideal client so that they know that you exist. This is the person who has the power to take out their credit card and hire you. Um, if you're the best kept secret, people simply can't work with you. B stands for buzz. And I like to think about this as, you know, when you have a product launch, com product launch coming up or like when a movie is coming out, you don't just hear about the movie once. The actors are all over the place. They're on podcasts. They're in new relationships. They're on Entertainment Tonight, Hollywood whatever, Reporter, Access Hollywood, those are those shows. Same thing if you have a book coming out, a product launching. People can't just hear about it once. Maybe the month before, you want to go on a podcast tour and a bender and hit 30 different shows. You want to be doing Facebook Lives in different people's groups. So that's a time when you go really intense to build that buzz. C stands for credibility. This means you're not necessarily getting in front of your ideal clients or the people who can hire you. You want to establish your thought leadership. You want to establish your expert authority. So <clears throat> this is where you're seeking to get featured in the places as the people whose courses you've bought, whose conferences that you've attended. You want to collect those as seen on logos, <clears throat> excuse me, that are really going to tell people like exactly who you are and you are not just any other online coach or service business service business provider. Um, so here's a little story that explains a congruency. For a long time, like I mentioned earlier, I worked specifically with health, fitness, and wellness entrepreneurs. I would have personal trainers come to me all the time and say, Lisa, I want to get featured in oxygen, in strong, in muscle and fitness. And I work with women who are going to the gym for the first time. And I have to share with them, okay, it's cool to have those logos on your site. It's going to build credibility for you, but that's not going to drive you clients. If you're looking for a woman who's going to the gym for the first time, she is not reading bodybuilding magazine. Mm. Maybe she's probably reading Cosmo, Self, Pop Sugar, something that's a little bit softer. Um, I also worked with a or talked to a copywriter who was saying to me, Lisa, I want to be featured on like the copy chat or, you know, whatever, like the holy grail of copywriting podcasts is where all of her mentors were. And I'm like, the people listening to that show aren't getting started in online business for the first time, like the client you want to get in front of. Let's focus on positioning you on online business shows. So instead of you being one of a bunch of copywriters, you can be the copywriter who gets highlighted mm. on that show. So being clear on that intention is really going to um, <clears throat> make could really have an impact on what your publicity um, decisions are. I think what you're pointing out too is that we get hungry for this is the star, the rocket I need to be on. And this is where I'm going to be like, you know, back in the day, it's like, okay, I want to be an Ellen or Oprah. It's like, well, if you wrote a book, Ellen's not known for promoting books. So just because you think that's the hot ticket at the time, it may not be for the hot ticket for your audience at that point in the journey. And we all just go, oh, this, this is the top pinnacle. I need to be there. Great. Well, you're right. Somebody thinking, how am I going to fit into a dress I have to get into for Christmas? Isn't going to be reading Oxygen. Right. Yeah. Yep. The, the thing that I would always get the most, I want to be in Forbes. I want to be on Oprah. Um, and there was one other one that I would get as well. Oh, goop. When I was in health, everyone wants oh. to be on goop. Yeah. It kind of reminds me. I saw a commercial. I forget what it's called. It's a TV show where there's two doctors and they, 
fix shocking body parts that are something happened to them. And some, and he said, somebody said, Oh, like, I don't know what I want my lips to look like, or Angelina Jolie's. And he said, of course you do. Nobody comes in and says, you know, I want to go from here. I had this car accident. My face is maimed to, I'd like to look like Angelina Jolie. Why don't we take that maimed face and <laughs> find you somewhere halfway? Right. Oh my gosh. So, I think I, I remember the show you were talking about yeah. and even to um, highlight something for, you know, I think earlier I mentioned the identical twin doctor chiropractors who went from radio to magazine, to a television show. And here's, um, here's an important story that highlights that the sexiest isn't the salesiest. So mm. these identical twin chiropractors think about it as like the property brothers, but of chiropractics, uh, okay. they have a, a facility called sports specialist rehab center here in Toronto. They actually have two locations now, thanks to being seen, they were able to grow. Um, so for an, a few segments, they were featured on a national television show, like one of the biggest daytime shows that airs across all of Canada. And it was so cool in terms of credibility building because mm. they were getting seen on one of the biggest shows. However, when they went to kind of like the local volunteer run, you know, student coordinated TV show that aired in their local community, that's when they had more foot traffic coming into their business. Mm, it was all right. well and good that somebody across the country saw their segment and liked what they were doing, but that person didn't have the power to pay them. So it was great credibility right. building, but actually doing the less sexy stuff is what made the money. Very good point. Right. We just get so lured into the big shiny star. Okay. Fabulous point. Do we have time to talk about how to start getting media opportunities landing in our inboxes? Oh yeah. Well, okay. We've covered some of those already because okay. one, we talked about Harrow, which I know your listeners are familiar with. We right. also talked about freedom with writing. So where freedom is with writing is different. Harrow sends you three emails a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. And um, just a little pro tip. Um, I always recommend you be the two things that my mother always asked me not to be fast and easy. Do not okay. <laughs> about your query. come up with something really quick. The first person to respond is going to be the person who probably gets featured. It's not the best person. If you wait too long and you're answer number 20 in the queue, you're more than likely getting a delete. So fast and easy is the way to play that game. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Oh, oh thank you, Google. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Love when she chimes in. Um, hold on I, that back the truck up. You know what I was thinking? I was doing this all wrong is I was minding the deadline, making sure I got it in by the deadline because they give a deadline. But I was thinking because they're writers, I was proofreading and leaving it and proofreading it because I thought, oh my gosh, this has to be so well written because, you know, I'm uh, whatever, because whatever, I don't know what I was thinking. So you're right. Get it in fast. You're right. I make, that makes sense. They're not going to be, they're not going to look for 50. They're going to go with the first one that's suitable. Okay. I've been doing that wrong for years. Yeah. Years. One thing I always recommend. So number one, fast and easy and write something that they could copy and paste and put in their article, not a novel, not a whole background story. Okay. Like if they can copy and paste yeah. it, that's the easy part of that. And I always say at the end of the pitch, you know, if you have more questions, email me here, text me here, whatever it might be. And they can come to me if they want more, but I just want to make their job as copy and pasteable as possible because that's that makes it the easiest for them. They'll remember me and they'll want to work with me again. That's how I always have a story for everything. That's how one of my clients, Jennifer, got her first feature on Pop Sugar, which is one of the biggest sites when it comes to health, fitness, and wellness for millennials. She responded to a hair query fast and easy, developed a good relationship with the editor, which led to, I think, eight pieces on the site. And then she was asked if she would like to do an Instagram live workout on their platform, which at the time was just under a million followers. 
And guess what? Jennifer doesn't have a million followers on her Instagram account. <laughs> so how cool is it that that hero opportunity led to that invitation? Wow. Okay. You also said something else that I want to pluck out there. So I never thought of that. There is sending, but I know how many emails we all get. So I'm sure when they get, when they're asking for submissions, it's out of control. So I never thought of putting my phone number in there because everything, my whole business is run by appointments. It's just, it's not on the radar anymore. So yeah, if I'm dealing with somebody that's got questions or a follow-up and I, I'm the one that's going to benefit from this relationship, they can text me. Hello. I sound like I'm hundred years old. I never thought of that. <laughs> They're an urgency. They're on deadline. They may not have the pleasure of waiting for, you know, like personally, I don't have email notifications on, on my phone. I will never know if someone sends me an email. All I know are texts. So a text I'm going to see. Yeah. I don't have email notifications either, but the texting thing, I guess, because my business is I'm dealing with other high-end professionals and we're all very scheduled. They don't even have my phone number. We just don't operate like that, but I am not trying to get on their platform. I'm not trying to ask them if they've got follow-up questions so that I can be published. So it just never occurred to me, like, I guess, cause I'm associating texting with my family and friends. Right. Okay. Big tip. All right. My heavens, we could turn you into a six week Netflix p- series documentary here. Binge and watch. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. We uh, tell us one last thing you feel we should know before we wrap up. And oh my, we're just having so much fun. Everybody re-listen to the show because you can't possibly, this is one of these shows you can't even keep pulling over when you're driving going, okay, I got that. No, no, no. You got to listen, re-listen to the whole show again. All right. Our final thing is we wrap up. What do you feel we'd be amiss if we were not paying attention to? You know what? Here's a way that I can make it really easy for people. Um, pay attention to what's already in front of you. Don't recreate the wheel. Start off with deciding where would I like to be featured. Once you're clear on that, whether it's a magazine, a TV show, a podcast, look at the structure of the titles that they use, like the headline of a magazine, Mm. the title of a segment on a TV show, the title of a podcast episode. And now look at that title and see how you can swap in two or three words that makes it your own. Because now Mm. you're working with a headline formula that they already use. You have proof of that. And now you're not reinventing the wheel. You're just fitting into their formula. And that makes you way more likely to get a yes. And you didn't have to do a ton of thinking about it. Lisa, you have been a spectacular treat. I cannot thank you enough. You are a bright, brilliant source of information for us all. Where can people find more of your excellence and brilliance? Oh, I love for people to, okay, well, one thing I'd love to be able to share is um, a compliment that I get frequently that I'm going to pat myself on the back for humbly is that people tell me that I write a good pitch when I'm reaching out to be in, when I'm reaching out to make the request to be interviewed on a show. So if anybody wants to see behind the scenes, what my podcast pitch looks like, and you want to have a fill in the blank template that you can copy and create for yourself, head over to www.theperfectpodcastpitch.com and you can download my framework and then make a version of your own. And then otherwise, if you want to create me and hang out on social media, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Lisa Simone Richards. Lisa, you've been a pure treat. Everyone else, we will see you in the next episode and everything, all the things Teresa, Teresa, Lisa just spoke about will be in the show notes because you'll want to grab those and make notes while you're re-listening to it. Everyone else, thank you so much. We'll see you in the next show. Hey everyone, don't forget to hop on over to freegiftfromchris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S.com. We are always putting goodies in there for you so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.